Welcome to I Am Energy Radio. I am your host, Becca Crow. Join me each week to transform your energy and balance your chakras. From guided meditations, magical guests, and chats to elevate your energetic awareness, you will gain knowledge and tools to take with you throughout this lifetime. It's time to shift your energy and come back into alignment this week on I Am Energy Radio. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode. I'm excited for this one. I'm actually excited for so many of the ones that I have coming up. As I, If you listened to the last episode, I've just kind of unlocked this part of myself that I'm like ready to share all the things, all the things and the stories I have. <laughs> um, today's episode, I'm talking about past lives and I'm talking about past lives because they have been such a predominant, I can't speak today, predominant part of my journey over the past like year and a half, a little over a year. Um, Past lives I was into before that, but like big awakenings over the past year that we're going to tap into today. Now, before I get into that that content, a little update uh, from my Aya journey. So when I recorded that last episode, I was only like 24, 48 hours out of it. And I was still like vibing very high about the experience. As I said, my first experience was very much an exciting celebration. It was, you know, it was a lot, but... Um, it was very celebratory, but with that, you know, you have the experience that you do on the journey, but a lot of the work comes from the integration. And so I would say that the first half of this week, I was still just vibing, like being like, holy shit, like that was a crazy experience. Like that was incredible to the things I experienced, to now being at the second half of the week. And I do have to admit, it's still been a good week. My energy's still in a good place. But now that a lot of the stuff has kind of sat with me and I'm like integrating back into this reality, I do have to say that it has been more challenging for sure. It's kind of like you're given in that space, like, you know, Things like, as I said in the episode, like it, it, I was, I, I, I I know I'm very much in alignment with my purpose, but there's still things that I need to do in my reality in order to keep calling in the abundance and to keep things running in that state of alignment. I feel like I hadn't quite integrated all that quite just yet when I did that last episode. So yeah, it's been it's been really interesting. I um, have definitely had to just like kind of go into a bit of hermit mode and be in my own energy. And I've been finding it a little bit more challenging to stay grounded, not grounded yesterday. So it's definitely just like coming back, um, coming back to earth this week, integrating all of the incredible knowledge that I have available to me and then deciding how I want to use it. And that's the thing, doing any kind of 
like ayahuasca or mushrooms or things like that is, you know, you have the experience, but again, it's, it's not going to do anything for you ultimately, unless you really have the discipline and you take the time to integrate it properly after that's where the true work begins when you're using these beautiful medicines for enhancement. Now, that being said, even though that has been a big topic of the last, this part of this episode and the last episode, and I will be getting a little bit more into mushrooms in this episode, I do want to say like, just because it's been a theme for me over the past week, it's coming up more, but like, I also very much am for like being in your own true divine essence of your energy and doing your work that way. Like I, yeah. Like being sober, being in your true energy, being with your intuition, that's really important too. Um, I don't really drink that much anymore because I actually truly appreciate the essence of my energy and uh, I just know how it affects my intuition and my abilities. And as I've tapped into that even more, it's just not worth it for me. Is what I find. That being said, don't get me wrong, I'll have a glass of wine here and there, but definitely, like, as I've been integrating this week, like, tomorrow my girlfriends are getting together and we're having a goddess day. It's gonna be amazing. Um, and they were talking about popping a bottle of champagne, and I was just like, mm-mm, I'm just not gonna do that. But again, I pick and choose when I when I want to. I mean, as we're getting into this whole topic of things, like even for myself, like I've been living in Mexico now for just over three months. Um, but before that, I, when I was back living in Canada, like I was a, like a pretty consistent cannabis user. Um, and even since I've been here, I've realized for me, that was definitely like, there's a time and a place when I enjoy it and it can be like really enhancing of the senses. Um, but I can say too, the way that I was using it, especially like over like, like 2020, 2021, because I was just like kind of using it at home, like bored, it became more of like a coping mechanism. But like, again, I'm, that was something that I was able to like realize and also be like, it also taught me a lot too, um, about the plant and the medicine in it in general. And also just about myself. So, yeah, I mean, what I can really say as we wrap this part of the conversation up is is um, I think there's a time and a place for substances that enhance your consciousness, um, but also, you know, just being you, there's something good in that as well. It's currently Friday night at like nine o'clock. And I just did a cacao ceremony by myself. It was beautiful. Did some drawing. And that's when I just felt this call. I got a nice download. I was like meditating, just loving my energy. And that's when I felt the call to record this episode. But it's been kind of like in my awareness for the last few days that I wanted to talk more about past lives. So I've been a big believer in past lives for... I feel like I'm really like reincarnation. I think like I've really always had some kind of belief in that. Um, I feel like it was when I started getting more into like the spiritual world that I started like tapping into that more. 
when I'm trying to think like exactly, I'm just like truly freestyling all this. Um, when I first started getting into this more was when I was getting trained in alchemical healing, which is a very powerful healing modality. And alchemical healing, you work with the various deities, gods, whatever you want to call them from ancient Egypt. It's very based around ancient Egypt. And so as I was getting into the studies of that, I could just feel myself being drawn inward to that. And I just like very quickly knew that I definitely was in ancient Egypt before. So that one was like really interesting. Um, And then just after that was when I started like really exploring into like Lemuria and like Atlantis. And again, like my soul was just like, yeah, like I, I have been in these places before, like, and that was, those were all places where like a lot of magical beings were. And I know that like my soul has been on this journey for a long time of all the magical things, awakening people to their consciousness and using their different abilities and crystals have been a big part of multiple lifetimes for me. And it's interesting with Lemuria because for a long time I had never heard of Lemurian quartz. And when I was launching uh, the cleansed and protected spray, I knew a very special crystal was going to end up in it. And for a long time, smoky quartz was calling me. And then like two weeks before launching, Smoky Lemurian Quartz came into my consciousness. I actually have one sitting with me right here. That's like my favorite crystal. Um, One of my top crystals for sure. And as soon as that found me and the way it came in, I was like, oh yeah, like my connection to Lemuria is a strong one. I mean, talking about like Lemuria and Atlantis and like actually giving the full like insight on those magical places could be like a whole other episode. As I said, I have a lot I have a lot that I've been keeping in that I'm so excited to share with you guys. This is fun. Then I just started getting more interested about past lives. I ended up like there was like a girl on TikTok who was talking about past lives and she resonated with me. So I remember booking a session with her like a couple years ago um, where we would go into some past lives and she brought forward like a bunch of different situations like that made a lot of sense. Like, for example, like my mom and I, like being like these twin girls, um, that were like kind of like competitive and it kind of just like explained like part things in my mom and I's dynamic, not that we're competitive, but just like the way that her, her twin acted compared to my twin, like it just like made sense. And like, I've always said to my mom, like, I feel like I always had like this feeling that we're super close, but like, I always had this feeling like that, there's been lifetimes where I've been the mother and like she's been the daughter. Like I hate being like told what to do. And that's always been like a struggle in our like dynamic is like not that like she's bossy me around, but like, you know, she's my mom. Um, and sometimes I have a hard time with that. And so like I was, was able to tap into that and see that with like in that session. And yeah, I've just been like on this journey, like knowing that like there's people in my lives that like in my life that I've been connected to longer and also just things I've done, like it just like makes sense to me. But the past life story I want to tell today, well, there's a lot, but like the main one I'm going to tell is like very significant. So as I mentioned, I have dabbled in... um 
well, mushrooms was like, I would say like out of all like consciousness enhancing plant medicines, um, mushrooms is the one that I've worked with the most. Um, I first tried them back when I was like in university with like my like ex-boyfriend and I was just done in like a party sense and I did them a couple times and then I didn't touch them for years and years and years and then I think it was last year or I guess it was like kind of the end of 20 it was like end of 2020 like beginning like part way into 2021 there was like a six month period where I really started to explore them and I did like several journeys and then I actually went like after that and really didn't I haven't done like a big mushroom journey since then the last big mushroom journey I did was like like early April 2021 so like almost a year um so yeah so but in that time they were calling me to explore them further and I ended up exploring them further in a safe space with kind of like one friend we would consistently kind of we were kind of on like the same level and consciousness with them and we were able to kind of work with them together and like guide each other which was like really cool and do it specifically for like a consciousness enhancing spiritual growth standpoint and I learned a lot from them again before I get distracted on like another million things I could talk about that'll be a whole other episode but today I'm going to bring up the experience that I had from a mushroom journey with a very significant past life. So this experience happened, um, it was December 2020, and it was like the day of the winter solstice, which is like always such powerful energy, and there might have been a full moon then too, or a new moon or something, I don't know. I remember that week was like some very powerful energy. And... So I did a dose of mushrooms and I also want to say like when I do this, like I never do like a large amount. I'm very open to the experience and it doesn't take a lot for me to get into it either. Like again, this still has to be a whole other episode, but anyways, I took mushrooms. Um, I can't remember what my intention was going into it. I don't have my journal with me here in Mexico from that experience, so I can't refer back to it, but Basically, at that point, I had just decided that I was, like, giving up all my food, blogging stuff. Like, that was kind of, like, my bread and butter at the time. Like, I was doing energy healing, and I just launched the shop with, like, all the crystals and things like that. And so I had made the decision that I was giving up food stuff to fully focus on I am energy. And actually, that before I get into that, so that's significant because one thing I want to say is past lives are only going to come up like you can't force a past life to come up if you're just like I just want to know what I was in a past life like it's not it's 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 not going to do that um there's no purpose for you that's your ego just wanting to know um they're only going to come forward in situations whether it be for healing or development or things like that so this specific past life came up very unexpectedly I'd never experienced a past life from a mushroom journey before and at that point I had maybe done like this was maybe like my third 
experience using them in a spiritual sense. Um, and anyways, basically like I took them, I was waiting for them to like to kind of start rolling in and very quickly I could feel it was like someone was like choking me and I've always had a thing with people touching my neck it like really bothers me um like even if I'm lying down sometimes with like my necklace that I'm that I always wear sometimes I'll feel like I'm choking or like if I'm wearing a sweater that goes around my neck like and I'm laying down like I'll feel like I'm choking so like very quickly I was like okay like whatever is coming through here like definitely needs to be healed like I'm I was very aware of that and so I was allowing it just to play out like I wasn't getting uncomfortable with it I was like okay like whatever this is like I'm going in to heal and very quickly like the scene like I started like gathering more information and basically like I'm sorry if this like triggers anyone in any way. This is just me telling my experience. But basically like I was kind of like reliving um, like myself being like abused like sexually um, in this past life, which obviously was like very shocking. Um, And as I said, like I'm very open to whatever kind of comes forward, like I really allow it to happen. So again, like I'm just telling this is like my experience. I'm not saying this, like you need to do this or to scare people away. This is literally just my experience and I'm very open to things like this. So anyways, the scene kept like playing out and basically after a bit, I started like understanding where I was and what was happening And I'm getting full chills as I say this. So I got a lot of information in this journey. Like to this day, I don't really know many people. Like when I tell people this, like they're just like, how did you find out so much? And I was like, man, like I don't know. Like this was meant to come forward as a significant part of my growth. So anyways, basically it was 1975. My name was Claire. And I was like a transient free-spirited hippie (laughs) makes so much sense right uh from Tennessee I basically I had a really rough life a really rough life so I kind of mentioned like the abuse um basically like didn't really have a father mother was like very low income and I like kind of like grew up like in like a trailer like yeah like you know like she didn't really have much of an upbringing or a family or, or things like that. And so as much as she had a lot of trauma though, like she was a very free spirit and just kind of did what she had to do to get through life and where life took her. I feel, I realize I've gone in and out of saying like me and her, but like all in all, we're the same. We share the same soul. And it's really interesting when Claire started coming through um, because actually this whole story is really crazy in that in January 2020, I went to Nashville for my 29th birthday. And how I ended up there was a friend who I randomly met in Bali. We were drinking some wine one night back when I was doing that a bit more. 
and we're like, we should book a random trip. Like, why not? And I was like, my birthday's coming up. And we, she ended up like being like, what about Nashville? And like there were sheet flights and we ended up booking a trip to Nashville. Anyways, that was like literally divinely guided by the universe because I was meant to go there to start triggering this awakening of my past life. Crazy, right? So anyways, when I was there though, like it didn't trigger it. Um, I did have an experience though. Like, am I getting ahead of myself? So basically kind of going back a bit, this past life version of me she really had no self-worth. She was treated really shitty by guys. And like, I mean, kind of in like in my own cycle of life that like as much as I was doing my own work and everything, like, you know, when it came to relationships and men, like I was kind of living out the same cycles as her, not to the extent of abuse and things like that by any means, but my self-worth and the way I'd let guys treat me and stuff like that were very similar. So when I was in Nashville, it was interesting before I was even aware of this, there was a night when I was out and we met these group of guys and anyways, the one guy and I, we were like hanging out and then I just, my intuition was like telling me like, you need to go like this guy, like there's something off about him. And so when I decided like I was leaving and like something was off, he started being like, you're crazy and like just saying things to me and I was like okay hell no like I'm standing up for myself here I'm leaving like I'm getting myself out of this situation and it wasn't like dangerous or anything like that but it was just like okay like why is this guy who doesn't even know me and I'm literally not being crazy at all I'm just don't want to hang out with you why are you doing this and anyways I ended up learning after like in the experience when I met Claire and everything like that was like a big test and that was like a big like um, so that was like a big, because I was like on her old stomping grounds, like in Nashville, standing up to a guy on the same, in the same like place that like she was letting guys walk all over her. So that was like a really monumental moment in like our own growth and healing as souls. So I get back from Nashville. Like, as I said, I had no awareness of this at the time, but it was really interesting because That same year, my brother started dating a girl named Claire. A family friend had a baby who named her Claire. Like the name Claire kept coming into my life that year. At this point though, when I was in Nashville, I didn't know I had a past life or her name was Claire. But basically like, as I said, like girlfriend, like people's kids, like things like that. The name Claire kept coming into my life. So then when I'm on like this mushroom journey, the name, like I I start realizing I'm like, oh, this is a past life. And... I wanted to know what her name was. And very quickly, the name came to me as Claire. And I was like, that's so weird. And at first I was like, no, because my brother was dating a girl named Claire. I was like, no, like that name must have just came to me because like, I, there's a Claire like in my life, like, you know, but it was like very obvious, like, no, like your name was Claire. And like, also too, just like my brain was like, no, like piecing together everything that had happened that year. And it was like, she was literally trying to speak to me, um, in, in that experience or like leading up to that experience. And like, it was like, hello, like, are you going to notice me? Like you need to notice me because you're, I'm a big part of what you're doing now. It's going to help us basically. So I started understanding more and more about her and like understanding that she came from a line of very magical women. And like, but the thing was because of like her upbringing and like just like at the, kind of at the time, like in society, things were like her mom was very powerful too, but like was stuck in this like cycle of abuse and trauma and things like that. And so was she. And so like, she never really got to like, 
share her magic with the world. She wasn't really aware of her gifts, but she, her soul was like such an amazing bright light. And that's what I said. Like, I mean, as I said, like she was literally like a hippie spirit free soul, even though she had like a lot of her shit. And so that like really resonates with me because my soul has always felt like that free spirit, like even before, like I understood it. So the other crazy part of this story, which is going to go into now some more information that I find so interesting um, from research I started doing after this experience, but basically I went to Nashville I, that year. I She came into my awareness in my 29th year. And the interesting thing is, is in the past life, she died in her 29th year. And that's like a whole other story of like the death and everything. So after I found out, and it was so that that was like significant that I had, that I met her in my 29th year because going into 30 was going to be like kind of like a new energy that like she had an experience and it was going to be a new experience for me too. So it was like important that I healed her or is that not that I healed her because we had to do a lot of healing work this year from together. Um, but it was important that I was aware of her before that. But it's really interesting because then that got prompting me to do some further research. So basically I started calculating. I'm like, okay, like if I was born in 1975, like this was after the mushrooms, like after the experience, I started taking all this information and being like, okay, what do I do with this? Um, basically then I like calculated like, okay, well, what year would I have been born? So basically I was born in 1946 which was at the end of the Second World War, which is really interesting because if you've ever heard of Dolores Cannon, I'm obsessed with her. Um, the like in all of her work, if you haven't checked her out, like she has books upon books upon books where she would put people into a hip, like a deep hypnosis, and they would re like recall like all of the same information about like reincarnation, um, like coming to earth, like soul's purposes, like all this stuff. So I was like, Hey, she's like the OG of like past lives and like star seeds. And like, she basically talks about like these three waves and that this is like what I find so fascinating and resonates so deeply with me. But basically she describes these three waves and this is when she would put people under hypnosis that that would keep coming forward again and again and again. So the first wave was this, my past life, Claire would have been considered the first wave. So basically around the time of the, like the 1940s, like late 1940s, um, after the atomic bomb went off in Hiroshima, that like the atomic bomb was a big issue not only for earth but also other dimensions and other planets because nuclear energy doesn't just affect earth it starts affecting all these other dimensions and basically these other dimensions can't come in to earth and start like being like yo you can't do that because earth is there's rules basically there's rules And so rather than like other multidimensional beings coming in and coming into earth, they put out a call to send specific souls to earth as basically these magical beings who were going to start raising the vibrational consciousness of the planet. I know this is a lot of information if you've never heard this before. And you know what? Like this is why I was like nervous to share it for so long, but it's literally like 
I can't even deny this stuff anymore because it's like literally changed my life in such amazing ways. And even just the ways I've been able to apply it to like clients and family as well. So keep listening if, if this interests you. So essentially Claire, my past life, we were the first wave of souls and this wave they found it really challenging to be here on earth. And a lot of these souls ended up leaving the planet early. It's really interesting because Claire did, and she died in 1975 at age 29. Um, and she, I mean, I'm not going to get too into it, but basically like she was killed, um, from abuse, drugs, alcohol, like things like that. Like it wasn't the best situation. Um, but the thing is, is so then basically I'm back here now as a third wave because I still have a mission to fulfill here. So then there was another wave, which was around like the 19, like 60s, 70s, which was like the second wave. And they like, I don't know as much about the second wave because like I personally am the first and the third wave, but basically the second wave is another wave of like magical souls who started to come in to raise the consciousness of the planet. And it's interesting because also like the first wave of souls around the sixties and seventies, that's like when the hippie era started, right? Like raising consciousness, the peace, love era, like all of that. Then the third wave came in, which is kind of like the, like my date, my time, my dates might be like a little bit off. I'm just like, as I said, I'm just like riffing this. Um, you can like, as I said, go look up Dolores Cannon for like the exact inform, like as, as far as like exact dates, um, go look her up. But, um, basically, yeah, the third wave is kind of like the nineties, like around then, like I was born in 1991. So like, I know like I was like within that wave. And as I started doing the research, I was like, oh yeah, like Claire like gave up her life early, but like her soul needed to come back to finish the mission. And like, that's, that's the reason why I had to understand who she was because like when I launched, I am energy, like, you know, it's all about healing and raising consciousness and things like that. And as I was starting that business, I guess like my soul thought it was important that I had this information in order to really take what I was doing to the next level and take it seriously. And as I said, it was interesting because it was around that time that I was really like, okay, like, is it time for me to give up my food stuff, which was like paying a lot of my bills at the time and everything. But it was like, it came in so clearly. I was like, no, like this like is my mission and my purpose. So to kind of finalize what this I'm saying here about the waves, and again, go look into it further if you want, but what I've personally pieced together from all this is it's really interesting because anyone who is part of the first, second, or third wave were kind of like older now. Like the first wave would be like, you know, in their like 70s. I don't know. Again, I don't have my numbers exact because I'm riffing this off. And then there's like the other wave would be in like the second wave would be like maybe in like their 60s, like 50s, 60s. And then this third wave is in like, say, like their 20s, 30s. And right now is when the like these waves are supposed to really come together again to raise the consciousness of the planet with everything that's currently going on in the world. There's a lot of divide, but then there's also a lot of people waking up faster and faster. So it all kind of relates to what's going on in the world today. So that was like a lot of information 
well, for myself learning about this past life, but even for you guys as well, as I said, if this is new for you, you're probably like, what is going on? Um, but yeah, so basically kind of like I mentioned with like this Aya experience that I'm going through right now, um, coming off of this mushroom experience, that was a lot of information. You know, when I first found out about it, I was like, wow, this is exciting. This is cool. But what I started understanding really quickly, it was in the integration of like, okay, well, what do I do with this information? Now, of course I could just like brush it off and be like, cool, that was an experience. But like I knew, my soul knew that I had come up for a reason for my own growth and healing. As I said, a big part of it had to do with um, understanding my purpose. Another one had to do with how the cycle of how I had let men treat me. It was like her wounds coming forward in this lifetime were affecting me because there were certain like wounds when it came to like dating in men that I was like, but it doesn't make sense in this lifetime. Like, you know, I peeled back so many layers. I had gone through so many things. Like I've been on this journey for like 10 years, 11 years. And so then it just like really made sense. It's like, okay, like it did certain things didn't make sense in this lifetime, but it makes sense for my past lifetime. So that's why it's important in healing. I always say first, focus on this lifetime. Focus on you in this lifetime. Generational is also a good one to focus on too, especially like parents and like close family members. Then you could get even farther back with like the ancestors um, and then your own past lives. But like I, I kind of have like when I work with like clients and stuff, I kind of have like a process. Like we're not just going to hop back to a past life unless, unless like I'm feeling like, okay, like there's one that needs to come forward. Like, um, last month I was working with a one-on-one client and very quickly on, I think it was like maybe our first session together. She had a past life come through really strong. And I was like, honestly, like this doesn't happen like that often. Um, but like this one really wants to come forward and it was because like she's on a very similar soul mission where she had to understand that about herself and do some healing work in order to be able to really like step into her power as well so yeah I I do past life stuff with clients but more so only when it comes up and it's totally necessary I've thought about offering like past life sessions but I don't like to bring them forward unless like I'm working with someone for like a certain amount of time where I'm like, okay, like it's time to bring that up um, versus just shaking it up for no reason and trying to force something kind of for like an ego reason, if that makes sense. I just want to take a little break from this episode to tap into what I just said there a little bit more about past lives and working with people to uncover these parts of them on top of doing their own healing from this lifetime. So if this is something in this episode that is calling you, if you are on a healing journey or maybe you haven't even started it yet, um, but your soul is being called in some way to the things that I'm saying, then I just wanted to mention my three-month Activate Your Power program. So there's quite a few components to it. We do regular day-to-day coaching as far as, you know, the stuff you're currently working through, but we also go through, you know, your past trauma, conditioning, beliefs, all these things that are so important to peel back the layers on for your own growth and healing. 
But then there's also the spiritual component to it as well, where we really dive in on your spiritual journey. I'm here as your teacher, your guide, and helping you build the practices to start understanding your intuition more, connecting more, and how to then embody all of that. Because you can take in all this information, you can do the healing, but if you really want to step into your power as that amazing, powerful person you are, then it really is learning how to embody that. And if you're someone who has been wondering how to start doing energy healing, you want to connect with past lives again in the time and the place that it's meant to come forward. Uh, You want to meet your spirit team. You want to have that deeper connection. This is what we do in this three-month program. It's all lined up um, and laid out by month. I have a bit of a structure for it. If this is something that is calling you, you are looking to to have some guidance, you're looking to have support for three months, we do sessions and then you also have access to me on uh, voice and text on that Voxer app. So we're constantly in communication. You're never alone. You can send me a message and in real time, you know, we can work through things, we can get responses and you get your own custom integration homework as well as my other programs and so many other things. So if this is something... So if this is something that your soul is calling you, it just feels right and you're ready to take that next step of your journey, I'll put the link down in the show notes where you can check out the program more. There's an application form and I'll get back to you, but also feel free to send me a message. Reach out to me on my Instagram, Becca.Crow, again, down in the show notes and we can further chat and we can see if this is the right fit for you. So it was like really interesting. Um... Because understanding Claire, like, she became such a predominant part. Like, she's, I mean, I'm me. I'm the, actually, this is a good thing to talk about, is I realized that a lot of her wounds were coming forward in this lifetime, and I just wasn't aware of them. But once I met her and I was aware of her past, I was able to start picking up in my life, like, being like, Mm, like that trigger doesn't feel like mine. Like I'm pretty sure like that feels more like Claire's or like, you know, this, like, like, why do I keep falling into this cycle and pattern? Like, I don't feel like this is fully mine. Like it didn't come from that past lifetime. And again, we have other past lives too, but this one for me was just so predominant. So I learned that while working and integrating all this over the past, like two years or year and a half or however long it's been, is I had to start creating boundaries with her. So I let her know that like, you know what, like we're allowed to both really enjoy this lifetime and you're allowed to like work your magic here too, but your shit, we're leaving, we're leaving in your lifetime. We're, we're leaving at the door of this lifetime. And so as I was started being aware of what was hers and what wasn't, I was able to go through and cut that energy. I was able to heal it and leave it in the past. So that's like a big one was like welcoming the past welcoming the past life energy and letting them know that they're safe and they're allowed to enjoy this experience of life too that they never got to live but I'm the one in control like I came into this lifetime they're they're a they're a part of my soul in this lifetime but I'm in control and it's like really letting them know that and the same thing goes with like generational energy Um, you know, even like healing inner child energy, like if your inner child is really wounded and acting up, it might be running your show still. And it's like letting it know, like, yo, like I'm the adult here. I'm doing the work going, but going in and healing it in a nice way. Um, and yeah, just like 
having more awareness. Awareness is like a really big thing, but like, this is the thing. And I think what is what I want to get to is like, you know, we have our trauma conditioning and beliefs, but there's so many other layers to our healing. And that's where it's like, if you've been doing the same kind of technique or the same kind of healing work for a long time and it's just not working for you, that's where starting to look into some of these other factors, again, generational past life and stuff like that could be really useful um, for, for your own healing. If you're like, well, what past lives have I had? Honestly, like, as I said, that one came up on a mushroom journey because... It was meant to so that I can be sharing more of this information with all of you guys. It's just, it's a part of what I'm meant to be doing. But uh, other past lives that I've had brought up have just come through meditation, have come through, actually, so one that I can talk about, I've mentioned before earlier in this episode that um, when I did my alchemical healing training that like I knew for sure that like I had had past lives in ancient Egypt. And so actually the day before my birthday here, just a couple weeks ago here in Tulum, I went to a shamanic sound healing and in the sound healing that I, it was like a guy from like, like a shaman from South America. He was amazing. And very early on in the sound journey, I was laying there and I could see myself and it literally brought me back to ancient Egypt. I knew I was in Egypt. I was holding a carnelian egg. And really interesting because for my birthday, I really wanted to get um, kind of like a crystal crown, but it was more like something that goes along like the front of your face and has like a crystal that goes in front of your third eye. And I was kind of like looking for one here in Tulum and I got a vision of it in the shamanic sound healing in me in ancient Egypt. And it was specifically a lapis lazuli crystal that was in it. And I'm now on the hunt, like I'm not really on the hunt, but like the day that I find this headpiece that has a lapis lazuli crystal for the third eye, like it will be mine, but it's, it hasn't come to me yet. So like, yeah, like I find for me, it's like trusting visions as they come through or like, you know, if you were a kid and you were like super obsessed with like a certain time period or something like that, like chances are you've had past lives there. Um, we've had many past lives. So like, you know, there, the chances are like, you probably have like, you hear of like kids, like I love like, like kids are super magical and super intuitive. And like, sometimes the stuff that they say, like often adults brush off as like their imagination or like, where did that come from? But like, if you actually tap into a kid, like you're probably, you're getting a lot of information from them. Like, so I, I got really deep at one point into like reading stories of kids who, you know, they were obsessed with the war and then they'd started bringing back like memory, they'd have memories telling their mom that they were like soldiers in the war. And then like their parents would look it up and like, that was like an actual person who like died and like stuff like that. Like, it's so fascinating. And again, like that might not be as intense for you though. These are like kind of extreme situations I'm talking about that have come through for people. Um, but for yourself, like, take a moment and reflect like whether it's a time period that really stands out to you or just like your intuition's telling you something like chances are you experienced a lifetime in that place then what also I want to talk about real quick is the fact that like you know you were in that past life but like we often we we have like soul families so 
some people are meant to come in and out of our lives for a reason. Like I believe everyone that you meet that you have like some kind of connection or relationship with is there for a reason. So in most cases, you've had a past life with the other people in your life, you know, whether it be someone you're in a relationship with, whether it be exes, um, you know, whether it be your family, whether it be friends, like, you know, sometimes you just have connections with people and you're like, it just feels so beyond this lifetime. Like chances are because it is. And, you know, say you've had like a friendship or relationship that like was you, like you guys were super close and then like it ended or you got stuck in vicious cycles and maybe you're still together, maybe you're not like, you know, there's karmic relationships. So there's karma that you bring in from other lifetimes and you can sometimes, you can choose if you want to break that karma or, um, maybe you're not aware of it and the karma continues to play out. And if it, if it, that's the case, like that karma will keep going to happen in future lifetimes. So as you become aware of this too, like, you know, you can start breaking karmic cycles here in the present in this lifetime so that you're not bringing stuff into the future. And I think about that, like, I had an ex who I dated for like seven years and like I know for a fact that we had like a soul connection like I have nothing bad to say like still like you know wish wish him all the best but to this day like obviously there was like some trauma bonding going on but I do really feel that there was like definite karmic cycles playing out and like I wasn't aware of it at that time so we'll probably go play it out another lifetime um unless like I can some like I actually really haven't like gone in and tapped into that because we were broken up like before that but yeah I don't know that could be a cycle that continues to play out or maybe I can still go on and do some healing I haven't tapped into that enough to actually think about it until just this very moment so just know that yeah the people close in your life like you've probably lived lifetimes with them and then there's the topic of like, the, you know, there's soul connections and then there's soul mates too. And soul mates can come in many forms. Again, like a soul mate could be in the form of a best friend. It could be in the form of like, or a lover. Like it, there, there's different forms of soul mates that we've lived these lifetimes together with. Okay. One more story time for myself about this. Um, so I think it was in the last episode I mentioned, like, I need to actually do a full episode on like, well, maybe I'll wait for this. I think I'll wait. Um, cause I need to do a full episode that's more like on soul connections, twin flames, and like telling you the whole difference because I have a soul, I have a twin flame who lives on earth. I saw it on, yeah, that's, that's a confirmed one. And then well, we all have multiple soulmates, whether they're meant to be lovers or friends or whatever. But yeah, that's that's going to be an episode for another day, as I said, because like otherwise this is going to be like a seven hour episode of me just riffing off about like my crazy stories. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's like the past life stuff I think I'm going to say for today. Yeah, as I said, happened like start reflecting and start as I said I bet every single one of you probably has some kind of situation or experience within whether it's something you were interested in as a kid or something that just always calls you or a time period or something like that that you probably have an understanding or a recognition of that and again even just by me planting this into your consciousness you know we're telling your soul right now like you're open if you are 
to understand more about your past lives if something is relevant. But again, a certain past life, like you might know like, okay, I was like part of like Lemuria or whatever, Atlantis, like, or Egypt or whatever. But as far as like the details of those past lives, like how Claire came through for me, those details aren't going to come through clearly and strongly unless there's a purpose. So like, I know I was in ancient Egypt, but like I actually to this day don't fully know what happened in that lifetime there. Um, Lemuria, I know that one. I literally was like a crystal dealer, like crystals. Yeah. Like the crystals that I touched then, like I'm touching now basically. Um, that was a big one of my purpose. Atlantis. I like, I have an idea of that one. Um, but again, like it, it just like, it's more so going to come up when there's a purpose for it. And as you do more of this spiritual healing work, there's more of a purpose to find out about it. Like, again, if you've never tapped into like your healing and growth and stuff like that, and you're just like, I just want to know my past life. Like it's not so relevant. If you're in doing the deep healing work, then there's a time and place to start dealing with it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I want to say today about past lives If it's something that you are interested in diving deeper into, book an energy healing session with me. That is something we can tap into. And I do, I do mention like in the notes of it, like we might be able to tap onto past lives. So you can even send me like a DM and we can chat it out first. Um, I'm not against bringing things up. We just have to make sure it's like the right situation to do so. Um, because otherwise you're just not going to get anything out of it. It's not like it's danger, like, like where we do it in a controlled setting where we're respectfully bringing forward that energy from your soul. But as I said, we just want to, I only do it like when it makes the most sense for your energy and it's not coming from an ego based place. So that being said, um, yeah, send me messages if you have any questions, um, I would love to tap into people's past lives and help you work through it if that is something that is relevant. But yeah, lots more of this magical craziness coming because guys, I have no shortages of stories like this. We'll chat soon.